When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, guys. Welcome to the Rangers Rabble. This is a Let's Poznan preview. And we're joined by a couple of regulars, as you'll probably get to recognise them over time. It's Wolf Marshall and Scott Kennedy. How's it going, guys? Evening, Wally. How are you? Good, 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 thank you. Good, good, good. Right, I suppose let's just get down to the nitty-gritty. Like Poznan, obviously looking back at the first game at Ibrooks, I thought they were quite an impressive team. Uh, what did you make of them, Wolf? No, they, were, they were a better team than I expected them to be, really. I thought they were, they were, they were quite good. They were, they were decent on the ball. Um, they played some good stuff. Um, but it's, it's one of them for, for Thursday because they're out. I don't, I don't know whether they'll be able to make a few personnel changes. So I don't really think looking at how they were in the first game is going to have a lot of bearing on what they're going to be like on Thursday, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I, I think maybe the outside factors. Of, to be honest, a bit ignorant. I'm not sure how they're getting on domestically either. So if, if they're wanting to concentrate on domestic football, they might forego. I know we keep going on about the financial impact of winning the game and the benefit of doing that. Whether they might forego that for domestic football, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I was I was really impressed with how good they were. I've got a few mates that support Brighton, and obviously they've signed the young cent- central midfielder they got. Um, so they were keen to see how he got on, and I, and I thought he was a, a terrific player. I liked to pick the ball up deep, um, take it past men, really drive into the heart of uh, our midfield, and I think that's what they do. They're really, really brave on the ball, and they're not shy to to zip it about. And it kind of similar to how we started against Standard. I don't think we quite expected it. Um, we kind of expect the bigger teams like Benfica to, to do that, but not necessarily Poznan. So I was really impressed. But going into the second game uh, on Thursday, I think we, we should be more prepared. But you just don't know. They, they may they may even have a couple more gears to, to step up. But, you know, they, they do have their defensive frailties, which hopefully we'll, we can capitalise on. Yeah, well, I think that's the interesting thing that you pointed out there. I, I'm to have a wee quick look at their, 
the forum since we last played them. Uh, they've played eight games. They've had four wins, three defeats and one draw. That's inclusive of the league, the Polish Cup and Europe. They're currently sitting seventh in the table in the league. So that's quite a drop from where they were last season. So maybe there is a bit of, you know, a, a struggle because of the European games, maybe adding a wee bit of extra pressure to them. But yeah, like in terms of the guy you were talking about that's already pre-signed for Brighton that's there in loan, I thought he was very impressive in the centre of the park. He was very much in control of the game. You can understand why, you know, that money's been spent on him. What was it, like sort of 10 or 11 million pounds that they spent on him? Yeah, I mean, clearly a talented lad who, you know, I'm not surprised that a few English Premier League clubs were sniffing about and that one obviously made the move early on to get him. Um, even looking at the the game in Thursday night, as kind of Wolf touched on there earlier, is it hard to know from Steven Gerrard's point of view how many changes to make because you don't really know how Lech Poznan are going to line up? Come to you first, Wolf. I I think it's it's quite difficult for them because you won't know how they're lining up because there's been I heard a whisper today that they were possibly talking about playing some of the young players, you know, to give them a chance because they're already out. Um, but I mean that might just be bluster from them. I don't really know. The good thing is that it's it's not a game we need anything from because we've already qualified. I mean, it'll be great be great to go out there, keep the winning run going or the unbeaten run going, win the group. Um, but, I mean, I think we will make some changes. I think he was always going to do that anyway as soon as we qualify. Because I, I was I was expecting, I was expecting changes last Thursday had we, had we done the job against Benfica. Um, but, like they say, I don't, I don't know what... He won't have any, any inclination of what they're going to do, whether they're going to rest. Because I believe there's going to be a crowd in on, on Thursday. I think they're getting upwards of 7,000 folk into the ground on Thursday, I think. So they might want to put on a, put on a show for them. Yeah. Quite an interesting one. Um, I think if we looked at the fixture a couple of weeks ago, I think they would have planned for the scenario of being in the position of qualified. So you can see on Sunday we prepared for that by, I think, the reason why we brought in Bassi um, and rested Barisic. And I think it'll be a swap on the swap on both flanks again. I think I, I kind of I'm, I'm expecting to see Patterson start. Um, and then you like to Hadji it and getting a run out. But I also think we might be slightly restricted in terms of the European squad that we've got anyway. So I don't actually think we can physically make that many changes in terms of upsetting the whole balance of the side. I think what may also play into our hands, and maybe, maybe you guys have got a bit more information on this. I know Dundee United have got nine players or so from their squad. I don't I think it might be uh a bit hyperbole when they said first team teamers. I think it's more nine players from their squad that have been self-isolating as well as the management team. But that may have a bearing on the side that we put out. We might might actually put out a stronger side than we ordinarily would have done had say Dundee United had a, a stronger side that we would be facing on Sunday. So it might actually give an opportunity not to rest so many players because it's actually although you don't want to exhaust your players it's actually really good to carry have them carry on playing building on their form and I think we're at a stage where we don't actually have to worry about a sudden loss of form I think everyone collectively playing is it would be a real it would need to be a real big disaster for all the players in the group to suddenly stop performing and 
at the moment it doesn't look like that so you know it may actually restrict the number in changes that we eventually make yeah, well, I think Sorry, well, we've only seen it's nine players. Uh, only, we only made three changes against Lamington on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's only sort of three first team picks and the, and obviously the management team. So I don't think the game's in any doubt on Sunday. I can't see any way because we play Lamington. Yeah. I can't see any way that they won't be playing against yeah, that. I, I, I just, in, in terms of strength, so I'm trying to think, compare it, compare it to, so like Aberdeen at the start of the season, they had obviously Cosgrove missing or. Aberdeen when we played them at Ibrox I think I think they would have had uh, a strong we would have had a stronger match if they had Ferguson playing in there yeah. as well as maybe a couple of others that were missing so I just think if they've got a couple of others, other key players and I don't know much about Dundee United um, and I don't actually want to go into them because of yeah obviously <laughs> um, but yeah they, they may have done their homework research and uh made the decision based on that. I'm, I'm just yeah. Well, I think it's a fair comment. I think when you know, we've obviously got a lot of games coming up. We've obviously got Thursday, then Sunday, then I think it's Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. So, you know, the manager will start to look at maybe two games down the line and think, you know, can I get him a rest? You know, can I give him maybe the night off? Because at the end of the day, we do now have that depth of squad where you know, like at the weekend, even like Itting comes on and makes an impact when he comes off the bench. Defoe comes off the bench and scores a goal. I know that, unfortunately, JD's not in the European squad. But, I mean, those would have been the type of changes that potentially the manager would have thought about. But I suppose, on the other kind of side of the coin, something that we were kind of talking about kind of off-camera was that how important is it to win this group from a financial point of view and is that part of the manager in his mind thinking that might give me a small budget for January even if it means bringing in like one lone player if we were to get an injury would that money be available to me is that something the manager thinks about Wolf? It'll certainly be in his, in his mind Willie but I I think he's, he'd be more interested in keeping the, uh, the unbeaten run going because it's I mean it's nearly Christmas and we've not been beat yet you know what I mean and it, it's just it's phenomenal. It's something that he'll want, he'll want to keep keep going. And as we always say, I mean, I'm not big on cliches, but, but winning's a habit. Mm. And not losing's a habit. And when we're not always winning, we're certainly never losing. So you want to keep that going. I think I expect him to make some changes on Thursday. I mean, I'll be more interested in as much as the, the starting team, the players he doesn't take. Because I think he'll maybe leave two or three at home. Two or three, I think, maybe won't travel. But I certainly wouldn't take, wouldn't take I wouldn't take McGregor. I'd leave McGregor in Glasgow. Because McLaughlin's a, a more than more than able deputy. You're not going to need your sub goalkeeper. So there's no point in taking McGregor, really. You know, because there's, there's other players that, that can fill the two goalkeepers jersey. That, that's one that's one I wouldn't take. I, I, I possibly wouldn't take Davis. Because again, he's he's a senior senior member of the squad, but already through give somebody like you said, I'll give Zungo a game. Talk with so, it yourself. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think um, interesting to take on the uh, on the situation if if you get the extra prize money, whether the funds will go towards the squad in January. And I think I think Gerard is. I think it would only be natural and right for him to at least push for it. Yeah. You know, he, 
his argument is, OK, well, I've, I've assembled this squad. And the idea of me assembling a successful squad is to generate the club income. And then with that income, we reinvest it into the squad and make the squad even stronger to be even more successful. Um, and I think that's what you've got to do. And I think every, everything, everything around the club, an income generator has to go towards the squad because that that's ultimately what makes everything marketable and more successful. So it is vitally important that we do and I said this in the last pod that we look at all income sources and if winning the group and winning the game gets us an extra uh, one and a half million euros then that's that's certainly an avenue that I want to take and um, as we, we do this providing that it's not a, to the detriment of the league form and as I said if, if it's in the back of the mind that Dundee United have got their problems then we should really be able to or want to look to capitalise on both situations. Um, and as, as Will said, touch, touching on that, resting key players, because it's not just about 90 minutes, it's the day's travel. Yeah, you know, it, it is near enough 15 hours travel, whether that's seven hours getting to the airport, on the aeroplane, getting to your hotel, and then doing exactly the same at the other end. You want to minimise disruption to downtime to the players that perhaps that downtime would benefit more and I think McGregor is one of these one of these keepers that we actually need to sometimes wrap him in cotton wool he probably wouldn't appreciate anyone saying that but we do know he's got his back troubles so give him a rest um, I think McLaughlin would relish the opportunity to play in Europe so give him the opportunity um, Davis especially Davis has been outstanding yeah, um, but Davis, Davis seems to be one of the few players that I don't have qualms about resting. Uh, perhaps I wouldn't want to rest him for too long because I fear rigor mortis or something might set in. <laughs> so keep keep the old keep the old legs oiled on Davis. But um, yeah, at least at least rest him for a week. I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's the interesting thing. You know, they obviously signed Zungu as almost a replacement for Davis in terms of. If Davis was to pick up an ego or he needed a bit of rest, so potentially Thursday night's a great chance for Zungu to show that he can play at that level. So far, we've only really seen him against Falkirk and Hamilton, really, for any sustained period of time. So it would be nice to see him against Lech Poznan. Because I think it's clear the guy's got a decent range of passing. He seems to have a decent engine as well. So it would be good to see him on the European stage playing for us, because I think at the end of the day, when we make our decision at the end of the season to sign him or not, it'll be based on a lot of important games over the season. And I don't think that's been disrespectful to Falkirk or Hamilton, but at the end of the day, the games that are important to Rangers and Rangers fans are the ones against Hibs and Aberdeen and Celtic in the European games. And that's where a lot of players are judged by Rangers fans against that standard opposition. So I think for Zungu, it could be hugely important for his future come the summer. If he has a good game on Thursday night and he catches the manager's eye, it might give him a wee chance of getting some more games between now and the end of the year and obviously going into January. Yeah, you're 100% right, Willie. I mean, that's, that, that is the sort of thing we'll be judging for. Not, not just Zungu. I mean, uh, OK, he hasn't got a lot of game time and it would be... But Calvin Vassie as well, we've not really seen him up against... 
with the greatest respect to the team the teams he's playing against. A European side or a, a bigger side in our league. So I would I would I would see Calvin Massey starting on, on Thursday, see, see see what he's made of. You know, whether he starts him at, at centre back and gives a couple of centre backs a rest or puts him at left back and uh, leaves Barisic out, which is which was would be my preferred option for him. I think I think he'll start, you know. Um I mean I'd be surprised to see McGregor playing it playing in Dingle on Sunday. Because I thought he, I thought he'd have just given him the, the whole week off. Yeah. Not that he did a lot to do, but I'm glad he was there in the 25th minute when he made that made that save just before he scored. Mm. Um, but I mean, players like Zungu, Lassie, I'd maybe look at giving Patterson a half. You know, maybe start Tav, because I know Tav still likes to be playing. But if the game's going okay, bring Patterson on at half time. Because you've got the five subs to use, and managers start starting to use the subs properly. You know, um, when it, when he when he when the game's finished, he's bringing folk on to give them, you know, give them give them game time, which he wasn't always doing before. So we've got to look at that aspect of it as well for the, the players that are in the European squad. Yeah, yeah I think you can look at somebody like sort of Haji, for instance. I mean, is it important in Thursday night for for somebody like Haji to find his feet again? I mean, I know Yanis in terms of his games, the assist ratio has been very good for us overall this season. But do you think that given he's been out of the team quite a lot recently? Maybe Yanis gets his chance to close the night and potentially takes it so that he then gets back into the manager's eyes well, Scott. Uh yeah, yeah. I I'm not too concerned about Hadji, to be honest. I think he's got all the natural talent in the world. I think even when he's not playing well, he's influential. And I, I don't think he has played very well this season by, by any stretch, but he's he's just got the talent and he, he's got he's got the ability to make a difference. I'm not it's consistency that we're searching for. But he's only going to get consistency if he plays a run of games. And at the moment, he's not going to because it's, it's kind of like self-defeating. He's not finding that consistency in his cameos. Uh, but we can we all can see the talent he's got. I think it was amazing that in the brief bit when he played, he hit that free kick intentionally going deep, catch the keeper out with his, uh, with his left foot, and then he goes and takes the corner with his right foot. I mean... <laughs> He, he makes football seem so easy, but he also I think I think maybe sometimes it's you know it's like a flawed genius. He he might find football that easy that he loses the concentration and then he he'll play a slap pass or get caught on the ball. Um, so for me, I'm not overly concerned about Yanis. Zungu is an interesting one though because. I don't know about you. I, I I actually got a little bit frustrated watching Zungu when he came on. Uh, against Ross County. Now, for me, he's got to come in, and he's the one that ha- really has to impress because he's he's only here for a, a limited time. So every chance that he's got, he's got to be really pushing. And when he came on, he all he seemed to want to do was the really easy option, the easy way out. So he got the ball in the middle, and he played it straight back constantly, straight back backwards to the defender. That might be a bit harsh. Um, but the one time he did try and play the ball forward sideways, it went straight out of play. So then he just reverted to going backwards. Now, what that did, that allowed Ross County to then press. Every time Zunga got the ball, they pressed. And we actually ended up losing the ball a couple of times in the dangerous positions. I don't see Gerard really putting up with that kind of get out, that easy, easy play for very long, because he's going to want people that are going to get on and push yeah. like it. Itton is a perfect example. He's the opposite. He gets on the pitch. He's chasing down lost balls. I mean, 
um, the, the, what, what he did for Defoe's goal was brilliant. So he's looking for people that are going to make an impact and make a difference to the game. So whether he hands, I think, I think Hachi will get his chance on Thursday. Whether he hands Zungu, I think he has to because of the short time frame. But I think he's he's probably got a limited amount of chances. I, as I said, I expect him to get a decent run out as well. No, I think that's what it's all about. I mean, like when you look at the squad, it's important that guys get games, and it's important that we give them a chance to show what they can do. And I think moving forward for the coming six, seven, eight games we've got over a short period of time, it is important that we do utilise the squad and to give guys that opportunity to show what they can do. Wilf, what were you going to say? Yeah, I think I think that's possibly a bit harsh on, on Zungo from Scott there. Um, he's he's still relatively new to the Scottish game and he's come, he's come into a game that was Dolan's but was already dead. I think if he got a couple of starts, you know, coming out of uh, Start starting the game, he would maybe build himself into the game a bit better rather than coming on. And it's di- it's difficult for him to try and fuel their way into the game when they've only come off the bench for a, for a short period of time. I know exactly what Scott's saying. Uh, Gerard won't put, up, won't put up with that. And but I mean, it's a lot more game time in Scotland. He knows the way the game the game goes. He knows, you know, and it's more his game to play. It's like it's like Hadji. I don't I don't think Hadji's a very effective substitute, but he's decent. From the start, because he's good could do the same as that. Yeah. Particularly until he gets to know the Scottish game. Europe might be a deal for him European games more like the international game, where Zungo's got a lot of experience, whereas he, he's been in the Scottish game for five minutes. Okay. Right, guys, I think that will do us for tonight's pod. Yeah, again, thanks to Wolf and Scott for a great night, as always. Make sure you check us out on Thursday for the aftermatch reaction. I think we're still waiting for Martin to get back to us with the whole who's Bonnie Bonnet, etc. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Spotify, Acast, iTunes, and many more. Martin, I did it again, mate. There you go, guys, for you. And uh, once you see us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and give us a wee like and drop some comments to think if we're talking rubbish or we're talking sense. But thanks again, guys. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.